In an ever-changing and evolving world, Muslims constantly find new issues that they need clarification on. Therefore, the question arises, how does ijtihad, the extraction of Islamic laws from religious texts, deal with new and current issues? Let's first begin by understanding what ijtihad is. The word refers to the process of extracting the rules of Islam from their sources, the most important of which are the Qur'an and the teachings of the Ahlul Bayt. It is an intense struggle on the part of scholars to learn all the necessary sciences required, including legal reasoning, rational thinking, history, studying the chain of narrators, the science of interpretation of ancient texts, all of which must be applied for a person to be able to reliably extract any particular rulings from the wealth of texts available. An objection presented by those who doubt the value of ijtihad is that it should not be applied to age-old concepts. In order to be able to derive laws for modern-day challenges, for aspects that so many people want direction and guidance, the mujtahid, the individual who extract the laws from these sources, must also be strong in extrapolating the laws and knowing how to do so for the older laws as well as the newer laws. If we have a question as to how, for example, we can pray whilst on a plane ride or on the train, in order for the scholar to be able to come out with the rulings, they must be strongly aware and understanding of the processes and have, must have extrapolated the rulings regarding the uh, way people pray generally in order for them to be able to come forward and indeed investigate the new issues. Let's take the classic example of Salat. How would we be able to figure out how to perform Salat whilst travelling by plane, bus or train or even in future modes of transportation such as drones or spacecrafts? The only way that rulings can be reached in this area is if the mujtahid has the competency to be able to extrapolate the rules of Salat that have been mentioned in Hadith such as the prayers that were offered by those on the Ark of Prophet Nuh. We must appreciate that religious rulings are a serious matter and cannot be developed on whim or in a vacuum. Every decision must be traceable and have a rational, reliable and provable line of reasoning. Today our Maraja and other top-ranking scholars face challenges from extremely complicated modern issues that they have to be able to address so that the general public can have guidance on how to deal with these matters. However, to be able to do their duty, they need to be able to delve into the past to understand the issues by looking at the verses of the Qur'an and available traditions. It is only through their ability to conduct ijtihad correctly on old issues that they will be able to provide rulings on contemporary issues. The Maraja, the Mujtahideen, they keep up to date with human advancement to provide us with the key guidance that we require. And thus they use the age-old tools of Ijtihad, which they have been employing, or have been employed rather, for hundreds of years, to deal with contemporary issues that we face. Various scholars who have already excelled in the application of Ijtihad to past issues are now focusing their attention on New Age topics, that have arisen in recent years. Some of the topics they are analysing include brain death, dissection of the human body, organ transplantation, artificial embryo insemination, abortions, birth control, sex change, cryonics, use of medication made from alcohol or bones of animals not slaughtered according to the Islamic process, 
profits on bank deposits, accumulation of liquidity, market regulation and control. Everything from social media to genetically modified organisms to Bitcoin and cryptocurrencies is being discussed, studied and picked apart. Because of the challenges that are inherent in trying to apply traditional methods to modern circumstances, the necessity of mastering how rules are derived from the initial days of Taklid cannot be overemphasized. In fact, the late Ayatollah Khomeini was emphatic that both Fiqh Sunnati and Ijtihad Jawahiri could not be compromised on. These terms broadly refer to the traditional methods of deriving rulings that have been taught by the Ahlul Bayt, then passed down via their companions and that the Shi'i scholars have accepted, reflected upon and further built up on over the past 1300 years. He then added that this assertion did not prevent Islamic rulings from being dynamic as both time and place are two determining elements within Ijtihad. Although the discussion on Marja'iyah does become technical on many fronts, it is important for us to try grasp a basic understanding of the matters that surround it because it forms such an important part of the foundation of our beliefs and practices. If we think of Taklid as not just a philosophy, but as a science that must be studied, explored, analysed and experimented with, just as any other science. We can begin to appreciate just what a momentous task the scholars who dedicate their lives to it have undertaken on our behalf. Even in something as simple as the basic algebra that we learn as children in school, we know for any extension of knowledge we must always move from the known to the unknown. It is only when we use what we know as a stepping stone that we are able to journey into unfamiliar territory with confidence and assurance. We leave you with the advice of Ayatollah Khomeini, who explained the beautiful balance enshrined in the Shia philosophy of Taklid in the following words. It must not be forgotten that in no way must the established, common principles of jurisprudence and the science of jurisprudence be violated. Of course, while the process of Ijtihad Jawahiri is clearly and firmly promoted, the benefits of the new methods and sciences required by Islamic seminaries must also be used. For more inspiring content, be sure to subscribe to our YouTube channel and follow us on Facebook and Instagram.